Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Our Last Leg Podcast. You've got me, your co-host, Nikki G, and my favorite, favorite man, Johnny G. Golly. That's my boy right there. <laughs> That's my boy right there. Right on. This man went on a bit of a heater this week, but uh, we'll get into that later. <laughs> hey, uh, welcome back, you guys. We're so glad to have you. Um, I really think that we have got some bops laid out for this week. I I would almost call every single one mm-hmm. a guaranteed lock. I don't know about his slate, because <laughs> we don't talk about what we have with each other until we get on the show. Yeah. I think it makes better for uh, the podcast. Yeah, yeah. It gives you guys. more opinion on you guys, absolutely. A little bit more opinionate, opinionated. <laughs> well, opinionated. Um, but just to start off, if you are not liking, subscribing, and sharing... What are you doing? ...on... YouTube. Spotify. Keep it simple. Just to... And feel free to follow us on Instagram, too. We're out there, too. We're always on there. Always on there. Um, we both had a... I, I know I had, personally, a lot of bad beats this week by one leg. Oh, that blows. Yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. I did not know that. He's like, I don't know what that feeling is. Hair flip. Uh, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I don't have my wig anymore. But I would say I had a... It was more of a little stock market, you know, up and down. But... I did get fucked over by one-leggers, too. It only happened on two of them, unfortunately. But I did I did fairly well. I hope you guys did. Feel free to drop them below. We like watching and looking at your guys' slips. Uh, it makes us feel a little better, too. And it makes us even feel more better when we see some of our picks on your slips, too. It makes us really feel that you're listening. Really appreciate the content that we're throwing out there for you. It makes us think, again, that you're listening. And that's what we always want. We want your guys' opinions. We want you guys to cash and cash with us. And uh, one thing I'm going to start going over on this podcast is uh, my previous picks from the week. So last week I told you guys Steelers money line L. Um, <laughs> I told you Colts money line L. I told you Rams to cover. And I know John kind of gave me like a little, uh, little, little. Uh, he he wasn't happy with it. But I'll tell you what, was Ram- it? You were not. You did not think the Rams were going to cover. Well, you might have agreed, but you were you were a little off put by it. Okay, you, you, I think you were more or less confused by why I took. Okay, the yeah, Rams yeah, to yeah. Cover. You, you. That's yeah. why. Yeah, because how much you were hyping up the Baltimore Ravens. Correct. They, there we go. I, and now yeah. it's coming back to me. Yeah, 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 it's coming back to me. Um, so we had that one right. Um, we had. I gave you guys Chiefs money line. That was another loss. That we'll to get. We'll get there. I did give you Cow- Cowboys money line though. Yeah, we both did. Yes, sir. So, uh, personally, I went two for five last week. Um, I'm not complaining about it. That was a tough slate that really could have went either way in all of those games. But um, I I think that's one thing that we'll start doing for you guys. That way you don't have to go back and really sit there and watch, like, what we picked and all that shit. You know, because if you're a a newcomer, we want you to know. Yeah. You know, we're not always winners. But Mm -hmm. when we win... God damn, we win big. Okay. Oh, yes, sir. All right, Johnny, you want to jump into week 15 or you got anything else beforehand? Um, I think we're ready to dive in. I mean, there are a couple injuries, but we'll touch, we'll touch there uh, once as we get to the games here. But as far as Thursday night football. So, guys, we are recording this on a Monday. And a couple hours from now, we will be watching the Viking, excuse me, Miami Dolphins there versus is. the Titans. I am tied with my boy right here on our fantasy league together luckily he doesn't face me today but i just need tyreek to do at least average today to get me in the playoffs uh-huh and i already know before we even get to the finals in the championship of our fantasy it's gonna be me and him 
And we'll show you guys the scoreboard, how it turns out at the end of it. But anyway, nonetheless, uh, we got for Thursday Night Football, we got L.A. Chargers versus the Las Vegas Raiders in L in Las Vegas, excuse me. And it's favoring them at minus three. The over and under is sitting at 33 and a half. Very low. Very. I would like to say that after a three and O boring ass loss between the Vikings and the Las Vegas Raiders, bro, at least they have four days to recoup, but not out of a very, very aggressive short week. game. Exactly. So three, four days off. They should have the upper hand on this. You would think because Justin Herbert, unfortunately, suffered a broken finger in his throwing hand. So this could alter a lot of things. Most definitely. Um, I feel like maybe that's why the spread is honestly favoring the Raiders in that regard. Otherwise, I would have thrown it the other way. The Chargers are still in the hunt, though, so it's not really looking that promising, let alone with a broken finger. It really sucks because Keenan Allen has been doing great. I think, yeah. I think so. Yeah. And he is the Ec- uh, Mike Evans of the Chargers. Yes, sir. And now as Eckler, I know he hasn't been really doing so freaking well for you on fantasy. No, he he did good last week though. He he actually held up to uh, okay. his standards. All right. I think he dropped like 17 points for me. But overall, I think uh I think he could have been doing a little better this entire season. Um but there's only so much that Eckler can really do on the ground. So I'm not sure if there's any real backups for Herbert in that regard too to kind of help compensate for the running game. So I might need some points in your regard to help me and convince me why I feel like the Chargers may have a chance in this. So the Chargers have a good run offense compared to the Raiders, that is at least. But it seems like the quarterbacks in general on both ends are in a struggle. That's in my opinion. In this case, Herbert is injured. Correct. Aiden, Aiden O'Connell ass like he's not good bro in my I, I really don't think he's really that good okay um maybe he just sucks that's just my opinion um the only thing i can ever see that the raiders um doing or as far as o'connell doing is an interception and usually i don't even pay attention much to the raiders unless it's like something that pops up on instagram or facebook and usually that's where i see something related to o'connell so with all things considered it's not really it's i'm giving you vague points here he's probably gonna give you more specifics which is good that's why we're here i gave you the little ones he gives you the more detailed ones and nitty-gritty ones that you need to pay attention to so feel free to rewind it but again all things considered i think that the raiders need to make a comeback they are in a position where they need to win. Correct. They have lost three in a row. And this is another, if we had a sign here, divisional game. So this plays so many different factors right now. They need to win. So I honestly like the minus three and a half favoring the Raiders at home. But if you want to play it on the safer end with some cushion, take a money line. I'm feeling really comfy there. That's my take. Okay. So... Let's go ahead and dive right into yes, it. Yes, sir. Um, Let's hear it. Tom went ahead and already gave you guys the spread. Raiders are favored at home, minus three, over under 33 and a half. Chargers are coming off a 24 to 7 loss against the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Now, that's an issue, but we're going to dive into why it's not an issue here in just a second. So, Chargers coming off a loss of the Broncos at home against the Broncos, 24 to 7. Um, the Raiders are coming off of a loss. Um, as one of the worst performances I've ever seen in NFL history, um, Aiden O'Connell looked like shit. Yes, Just sir. Like John said, there is no doubting that. That okay. is that's factual. Yes, sir. Right? Absolutely. Um, the good golly, like it was so bad. <laughs> it was. I, I, honestly, it really was. I, I don't even want to touch on that game. But I can almost guarantee that Herbert is not going to be playing Thursday night football. Um, what happened was he fractured a muscle or a bone in his ring finger of his throwing hand. 
which is a very big problem for the Chargers. That's what I thought. Oh, boy, oh, boy, because right, right. that backup, he came out. He came out, and uh, he handled business. He absolutely handled business. Um, he did what he could do. Yeah. And I think he threw for almost 200 yeah. in the second half, which is... That's a, pretty good. Which... So so let's dissect this. I think I think he threw for about 179 yards. Let's double that. Let's call it 340, 340, 350. We'll we'll call it 300. We're going to call him that he throws for 300. You know, in a game. All right. Who do you have more faith in? There, there's your question. Hmm. Right, fucking there. Okay. Um, This says a lot about the Chargers. They seem to have all the tools they need to win. I've said it before on this podcast, and I'll say it. I will say it again, and I will double down. Brandon Staley, get him the fuck out of there. <laughs> um, I don't know how he still has a job. Seriously, you have you have so much talent on that offense. Yeah, am I wrong? No, absolutely not. I mean, my God, and then Khalil Herbert or Khalil Herbert, Jesus Christ, Khalil Mack in the backfield. I'm pretty sure he's the sack leader this year. So the Chargers defense isn't slacking. At all, you got Bosa and uh, Mac sitting there in the backfield just hunting. All they want to do is to absolutely hurt your quarterback. Um, like I said, you know Staley needs to be fired. You, you got to give him the boot. I don't know how this team isn't putting up three touchdowns. Again. Yeah, I, easily a game. Yeah, yeah. Minimum should be twenty-one. Minimum for this team. But I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. But uh, you do. <laughs> you do. I, I sure you do. <laughs> um, before going into half, you know, Herbert did pretty good, but he could have done a lot better. Yeah. A lot better. Yeah. Um, he threw for 96 yards, went nine for 17, and a pick. Yeah. And a pick. And that was before he got hurt. Um, Chargers backup, or the, uh, yeah, Chargers backup came in. His name is Easton Stick. All right. <laughs> went 13. For 24, threw for 179 yards. All right, terrible. no interceptions. He got sacked like once or twice, I think. But you, you live and you learn. Yeah, you for know. a half, that's not bad. For a half. For a half, that's okay. not bad. Yeah. So well, well, let's take this half, and like I was just saying earlier, give him 300 yards. Give him 300 yards next game. Do you see Aiden O'Connell throwing that? No shot. Me either. No shot. Me either. And that's going to be one of the biggest problems in this game. Now, on the other hand, we've got the Raiders, who struggled severely against the Vikings. I mean, how do you get zero points against the Vikings? Yeah. And uh, also... Sad. uh, Josh Dobbs, fuck you. You just hurt the best wide receiver in the NFL again. Did you see that? No. Oh, Oh, yeah. Justin Jefferson went right to the hospital. Oh, my friend did say that he got hit in the back, but I didn't know he got out. Of the oh, game. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he got fucked up. So Damn. the problem is, you know, Tom Brady came out and said something about this about a week ago. The fact that quarterbacks do not care anymore about the safety of the wide receiver. Now, Brady was a fucking, I, I hate that motherfucker, <laughs> but he was a god at making sure he put it right in the numbers for wide receivers. He did not want them going up, up here. And that's exactly what happened to Jefferson. He jumped about, I don't know, four feet in the air. And he went up, and he caught it, and he turns around, and boom. Right in the rib. Beautiful tackle, but right in the rib. It was a perfect tackle. Um, That man went down on the ground and crumbled. 
Went straight to the blue tent, did not return to the game. One game back. Uh, exactly. That exactly. Sucks. That so sucks. Uh, Josh Dobbs ended up getting benched in that game, which I'm okay. Or D- D- Dobbs, Downs, sorry. There's Dobbs? From Green Bay? No, 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 no. From the Vikings. I'm not familiar with that many players, to be honest with you. Either way. Uh, Josh something. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he ended up uh, throwing it way too high, and you cannot do that to the... Oh, Joshua Dobbs, the QB. I'm sorry. Joshua I'm Dobbs. chipping. Yeah, yes, yeah, you got it. Yes. You got it. My okay. fault. Continue. Uh, I said down. <laughs> yeah, excuse me. But either way, he threw it way too high. Way too high. You cannot do that to your best wide receiver yeah, on sucks. the team. That sucks. You I put know. him right back in the hospital in his first game back. It, ignorant as fuck. Um, th- that's why he got benched, um, in my opinion. But Aiden O'Connell isn't great. Um, to me, I, I, I feel like we're getting the same thing from him as we got from Jimmy G. How so? Because it's inconsistent. It's depending completely on the running backs and on the wide receivers to pull this game out of their ass to win. And that Raiders defense, which is playing great. And it's if you can even get it to the receiver's hands. Exactly. That's the hardest part. And that's half the problem. Yeah, yeah, because Madison can only do so much. He's not even that. He's decent. But not enough to carry the whole team on his own. No, definitely not. No shot. In my opinion, Devontae Adams is the best route runner in the entire league. That man will give you a fucking five and in like you've never seen before. <laughs> and you, you've only got the ball to him. I don't know. You got to him seven times, but that man should have went for 100 plus yards in that With those game. seven touches? Most definitely. Yeah. Seven touches and not hitting 100 is crazy to me. Um, Aiden O'Connell's just like Jimmy. I think we actually get a better game than people are expecting in this one. I agree. Um, I, I think this is a backup duel. So, with all of that being said, um, both these teams still have a very slim hope at the playoffs. Based off of how old Sticky Icky played. <laughs> old Sticky Icky, that's his new name. Um, I like how he played. Go ahead and give me the Chargers plus three oh. on the road. On the road, I think the Chargers cover plus three. And I'm taking over 33 and a half. I like the over more than who wins this game, to be honest with you. But for the sake of this, I think this is where we both disagree. I'll about. edit it. Uh, give, me to, give them to me at three and a half. Ah, uh, okay. And a half. In case it ends at a field goal? Yeah, just a field goal. If that's the case, then I'll give me it. Raiders at minus two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the case. If that's the case, you take the Chargers plus three and a half. No, because I think the Raiders win outright. Oh, you, you think they straight up yeah, win? Yeah, 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 I okay. do. I do, okay. I do. So that's why I say that. Regardless of how much these both... Ideally, on paper, the Chargers should win this game uh, without, without a shot of a Correct. doubt. But again, these Raiders somehow always come out with some bullshit that brings it so close. So for that reason alone, not really necessarily because of O'Connell, but I think that they're going to win the this defense. game. And the defense. And they need to games. win. They need to win this game. Uh, really, they both do. But I think the Raiders need to come back out of how many times they've lost. I think, again, they lost three in a row. But enough talk with Thursday night. You guys heard it here. Those are our picks, at least. Any player pops, feel free to follow us on Instagram. We'll probably pop one up up there. Um, nonetheless. Um, again, recording on Monday. We don't have good odds to give you guys. That's the it's only not really problem. much on there either. Um, we're, so we're not going to give you guys bullshit. Yeah, no Thursday. Um, no Next uh, week, we, uh, we will Should try be? to be back on Tuesday. Um, but let's go ahead and jump into the, uh, yeah, like you said, no, no, no SGP yeah, this like week, that. unfortunately, but, uh, <laughs> Hey, maybe next um, week though. But let's jump into the next game. Um, not a lot of points on this, but we just have to cover it as Hoosiers, um, Steelers coming to 
Blue Country. They're coming to the Steel House. Oh, Lucas Oil. Steelers come to the Colts at uh, 42.5 at the over-under. Guess who's favored? That's going to be the goddamn Colts at minus 2.5. Trubisky's out. Or not Trubisky. Uh, Kenny Pickett's out. Mm-hmm. You'll never guess who else is out. Number one player on the defense for the Steelers. Oh. TJ Watt. TJ Watt is out. That is a mm. big help for Gardner Minshew this week. Mm, um, Colts coming off an ugly loss to the Bengals yeah. in the jungle, that but was that was sad. expected. We were on a bit of a heater. Um, Colts lost to the Bengals 34 to 14. Steelers also coming off a loss that I think everybody in the world thought they would win. Yeah. Even myself. Yeah, they frankly, lost, frankly uh, yeah. They lost 21-18 to the Patriots. Yeah, so, all right, I'll, I'll let me get my short notes out of the way because mine will be very quick and brief. So, for starters, Trubisky is literal ass. I'm going to say that out the gate because everyone thought that they were going to dog the Patriots, even myself. I will say I did, for off the record, I did take the Pats plus seven and a half just because I, I knew I was going to say I was never going to touch them again. But when I found out that Zeppi was going to play, I preached it for the past two seasons that Bailey is better than Mac Jones. So, I wanted to give him that one shot, and he he really showed up. Nonetheless, uh, again, uh, Pats have one of the best coaches on the defensive aspect with Bill Belichick there. This isn't about the Pats, Correct. but in a comparison, the Steelers have struggled with that. That being said, the Colts have really good defense. Look, rewatch the game, not against the Bengals, but against the Titans. They really showed out on how good their defense could truly be. Again, for this most recent one, yeah, they're going to be playing the Titans. Uh, the Hunter Henry, Hunter Henry, King Henry, he always topples over the Colts. So as far as running backs in the running game, the Pittsburgh Steelers, all they have is Najee Harris, Deontay Johnson, and uh, Pickens, if Trubisky can even get the ball to them. Pat Fryermuth, if also he can get the ball to him. That was my one-legger that I lost. I may or may not put it on the screen. I really thought he was going to be able to at least get 22 yards. He didn't even break 20, unfortunately. He got to 18. So... With all that being said, I don't know if the Colts can get this. Uh, I don't know if the Colts can get this. I want to think that. They don't have JT. They do have Moss, Pittman. Alec Pierce is making a rise slowly. And Josh Downs. So Pittman or not. But, 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 but. Okay, but okay. But with all things considered. Again, my points are so vague, more than what he will probably elaborate here in a couple of seconds. They... The Pittsburgh Steelers shouldn't have this line this close. Why is it this close? I think it should have the uh, the Colts winning by a tutty or more. Frankly, that's my opinion. But I like it where it's at. So I'm going to take the Colts at minus two and a half to take it straight on the spread. My man, I love to hear that. So like John said, I'm just doubling back on what he said. Uh, Mr. Trubisky is fucking horrendous. Uh, the mm-hmm. fact you you drafted him over Patrick Mahomes is that's stupid, and over Deshaun Watson. This is so. I mean, now I get Deshaun Watson. But yeah, yeah, yeah. For the years that he was in uh, Houston, mm. not a chance. Trubisky has been the worst quarterback out of that entire draft class. But he didn't do terrible last week. I think he only missed like thirteen passes out of like thirty six, which isn't that's terrible. Twenty three, not terrible for a backup. Yeah, twenty three. Um, it's just so funny to me that you know that you took him over Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, that's wild as fuck to me. But um. He went, yeah, I mean, he went 22 for 35, but I still have zero fucking faith in him. Um, Gardner Minshew, on the other hand, went 26 for 39, 240 yards. I had him at 250. 
Um, that one was a little heartbreaking because he had um, over 100 going into the second half. But I don't think this one was his fault uh, when it comes to Mitch Trubisky. Um, that O-line absolutely obliterated him. And you know what? That same thing applies for Minshew. Um, he had, I don't know, I'd say less than three seconds, almost every pass. Yeah. They could he had not to get it out fast. pass rush. Yep. They could not stop him at all. Um, Minshew was fighting for his life back there, but TJ Watt being out is going to be such a big factor right there. Um, I think that they, I, I think that the Colts are going to make their entire game plan around Minshew rolling out. And I think that with no TJ Watt to rush, I don't, I don't give a fuck who you put in there. He's not a Watt boy. Okay. It's that fucking simple. <laughs> um, the Steelers have had a long yeah. time to rest though. A very yeah. long time. Um, they played the Patriots. Um, the Colts are coming off of six days, six days to rest. Both these teams are fighting for a playoff spot too. And guess what their yeah. guess what their record is, John? Who's Steelers and the Colts? Uh, Colts are probably seven and five, seven and six. Both teams oh, close. Are seven and six. He was oh. pretty fucking close. Um, with all that being said, go ahead and give me the Colts money line and over forty and a half. Over 40 and a half Colts money line. Um, I am very confident in this. I will. I'll go ahead and put this as my lock of the week. You would parlay both of them? 40. Put 40 them both together. Money put line. them both together. Mm-hmm-hmm. You don't, okay, you, okay. You, you don't see this game going, I don't know, 14, <sighs> I think 24. The, I think the Colts absolutely score far more, obviously, for them to win than the, the Steelers. So I don't know what the line sits at for the Colts total. But I'm going to go ahead and just say it's over 21 and a half. And I like that more than the 40 and a half. So if I could parlay the Colts winning with the Colts total of 21 and a half. That's a good bet. That's a good half, bet I like that. Man. That's three tutties and, you know, maybe a, a two-point conversion for some reason or a field goal, whatever. That's 24. And there you go. That's why we're so good together. Because like little shit like that, you know, you know what? I'll still take the over at mm-hmm. uh, 40 and a half. But I, I, I really like that bet. If you want to take that straight up, yeah, that, that's go. a great bet. Like that, that is a very good bet. John, which game do you want to jump into next? I wanted to touch this, on this one just a little bit. Just a little bit. I am going to go ahead and say that the next game I'm going to touch on is the Denver Broncos versus the Detroit Lions. It's favoring the Detroit Lions in their home at minus four and a half, and the over and under is sitting at 46 and a half. So let me get straight to it. The Lions are coming off an ass whooping against the Bears. Correct. We all know that. The, Bron- the Broncos are picking up steam. Th- or, so, that being said, they've been really picking up steam since their bye week. They have beaten the Packers, the Chiefs. Yes, they lost to them two weeks prior to that game. And they beat the Bills. Javante Williams has been a key point on this team, in my belief. Yes. Though he doesn't have that many touchdowns to support that, that stat. But if we're talking about stats... Look at how many rushing yards and receiving yards he gets a game. He's pretty equivalent to what we would see from King Henry. So that's a good bet alone if you just wanted to tackle that throughout the entire season. And if you did, good job for you. So that gives Russell Wilson a lot of flexibility, not only on the running game, because he can also, while he lets Javante Williams take care of the running game, he can focus on what his next play is going to be for the passing routes. Speaking of good running backs, the Lions have Gibbs, and Montgomery. And they also have wide, good wide receivers, such as St. Brown and Laporta. Josh Reynolds. And Josh Reynolds. So you would think 
that the Lions should win this outright on paper. Looks fantastic. But the Lions lost to Chicago. I feel like Goff is already off on his own. He's he's trying to find a rhythm again. I think he's been throwing a lot more picks yep. than what we're more accustomed to seeing from him. And I've tried looking at a lot of key points on this game from other articles, to be honest with you. So that brings me to this part saying, I really don't know who to choose on this one, man. I was really hoping that you can kind of give me and them some insight on what you think on how this game could truly play out. So I chose no one until I could hear what you had to say. Well, if anybody can, it's going to be me. Yes, sir. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Um, okay. So like John said, we already rattled off the spread and mm-hmm. the over-under. Mm-hmm. Um, Broncos coming off a 24-7 win against the Chargers with zero Justin Herbert in the back half of that game. Um, Broncos were 7-0 at halftime. Um, in my opinion, <coughs> excuse me, um, Chargers would have won that game. Herbert stays in. I think they win. Yeah. Um, Lions coming off a devastating loss to the Bears, which is, that was fucking embarrassing. But again, divisional. Mm-hmm, there's, mm-hmm. One day there's going to be a neon sign there. I promise. Yep. It'll make sense when I'm pointing. Season three. <laughs> um, yeah, but so they're coming off a 28 to 13 loss against the Bears. And the problem is in that game, Jared Goff. Jared Goff is the biggest problem in that game. Um, he simply couldn't find his rhythm. Um, there was a lot of heavy pass rush, and I think that really fucked him up. That O-line did not do what they were supposed to do. Um, if if Amon Ross St. Brown has a bad game, right. guess what? Lions are losing. Lions lose. That's pretty sad that it, it just falls it is on sad. one receiver, especially when you have so many more assets like Laporta and Reynolds. But I think it right? comes down to a lot more than that as well. Um, they did a great job at shutting down the run game. I know Jameer Gibbs had a great <laughs> touchdown. He had a great touchdown yeah. on that game. But um, if you're able to shut both of those running backs down, then golf doesn't know where to go. Because normally after that, you know, they get the running game going, and then after that, you're able to get the uh, the play action going. So they're able to give a fake off to Jameer Gibbs and then launch one. Once all the linebackers have bitten, then it's one-on-one. Give me a Monroe St. Brown all day downfield when it comes to one-on-one coverage, you know. Um, yeah. Away from the Mile High City, the Broncos, are two and three and one against the spread. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that number. I don't like it because Ford Field's a tough place to play in. It's a closing stadium. And them Lion fans are rowdy right now. Even the ones that you didn't know about, I promise you they were Lions fans for the last oh, two man. decades. They were fans since Barry Sanders fucking retired, okay? And they have stuck with their team. And yep. they finally have a good team that they can back, which I really like to see. Um... Sertain is going to be Amon Ross St. Brown's biggest problem because Patrick Sertain, I've said it before and I'll say it again, he is one of the best in the league at his position. Um, He did a great job at shutting down the Chargers wide receiving core. Um, It didn't matter who he was on. He did great. He played lights out football. Um, Ford Field is going to be electric after that loss. All of the true Lion fans, like I said, are out of the woodworks. They are ready to show their pride and show that they are proud, pride and proud to be a Lions fan. Um, with all that being said, let's hear it. You want the lock? Yes. Yeah, I think we all do. Lions money line and over 43 and a half. <sighs> Put that in the bank, ladies and gentlemen. There is no way that the Lions lose this divisional game after losing a divisional game. Even with or, the Broncos uh, picking uh, up this I'm much sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. This is not a divisional game. Yeah. After losing a divisional game, there is no way they come back and lose again. 
Um, Even what I, I think the Lions hmm. are a first round exit from the playoffs. I don't know, bro. Like I again, I I I, I feel like the Broncos have really really been picking up steam, even with them. Coming off of such a, aside from the most recent loss, even before that, the way they were performing against Packers, Bills, Chiefs, none of those still pique your interest or think any sort of doubt whatsoever that the Lions could lose this game. Not one. At all. Um, At all? Not really. Not really. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Um, Well, if you think that. Because they're in Ford Field, I mean, I don't care how many the Broncos have won in a row. Because we're looking at it right now. One, two. I mean, they've won four out of their last five, but it was against, good golly, they beat the Bills. They beat the Vikings. They beat the Browns. Lost to the Texans. Okay, but CJ Stroud is doing absolutely fucking great. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, and, I don't blame him on that and regard. they lost to the Texans, but at the end of the day. If you're in the record, keep going then. At the end of the day, I'm taking the Lions. You know what? I don't even okay. want money line. Give me the Lions to cover the spread. Minus four and, and a half. Um, four and I a half. currently have the spread at. But it sits at minus four and a half. Give me the Lions at four and a half. I think I'm going to have to counter this one and have to go the Broncos minus four and a half. Plus four and a half. Excuse Broncos me. Broncos country. Let's yeah, ride. No. I think that. The, bro, I really, really think that they're doing great, bro. Jerry, Judy, and not really. Sutton. Yeah, Coral Sutton, Sutton's the only one that's Javante been doing good. Javante Williams. Russell Wilson is Russell Williams. Russell Wilson <laughs> is really picking up steam with the whole team itself. How many of them liquid alohas have you had? Uh, so far, an absolute only one. Oh, so, okay. with all that being said, Broncos plus four and a half. That's my pick. And if you want to lose, take his. Um, give me Lions minus two and a half. I still think my well, that's fine on your regard. That's fine. I, but yeah, so regard. technically, we were both agreeing yeah. with each other. No, because I still think the the Broncos win this. But again, on paper though, I agree with you. On paper, the Lions should win this. Well, then take the Broncos minus one. Don't take them plus four and a half. Take them minus one. Take them good odds. Shut the fuck up. No, <laughs> I'm taking out plus four. No. Hey, he's confident in his bet, just not that. Confident. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, you pick what? the next game. Um, let me see. What I think the next game that I think you've been just dying to dabble on. Let's talk about the Eagles and the Seahawks. Okay. Okay. I feel like the C- the Eagles, the, I think both of these teams just lost, actually. The Eagles just locked, lost Correct. and got dogged by the Cowboys, which we both said was a lock, by the way. Eagles coming off of a game where they lost 33-13 to against the Cowboys, and the Seahawks are also coming off of a loss against the 49ers, 28-16. to Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So let, lead the way, because I really don't have any stats in front of me, so if you want to lead... Sorry, I didn't mean to uh, step all over your feet. No, go right ahead. Um, One of my greatest things (laughs) that I just want to bring up was the uh, DK Metcalf and Fred Warner situation. Uh, In case you did not see it, I recommend you get on Twitter or whatever. I'll put it on the screen for you guys. I'll save you that. To watch this because DK Metcalf, personally, I think Fred Warner and Bobby Wagner are the strongest linebackers in the NFL. And DK Metcalf made him look like a little boy. Um, DK Metcalf is a big crybaby. Um, that's why his pacifier mouthpiece suits him so much. <laughs> but uh, DK Metcalf literally walks up and suplexes Fred Warner. Yeah, that was gnarly. Um, Fred Warner goes to push him. DK Metcalf grabs him by the face mask and then launches him. 
Um, DK Metcalf got ejected. Um, I think that is one of the best things you can do is get under DK Metcalf skin when you're playing the Seahawks. I think that is a great wrong idea. <laughs> it, it, correct. That is a wrong move. <laughs> but, but hey, he got ejected. And he, that, but he also did it at the end of the fourth quarter. So like at that point, it didn't really matter that much. Right. Yeah. I mean, you it know? took you 52 minutes. Yeah. To get yeah. Skin. Yeah. Um, but all right, here we go. Eagles at Seahawks. Hmm. These are two birds. Eagles are favored by minus three and a half. Over-under is at 47 and a half. Who's flying higher? Um, but let's hear the points before we say that out loud. Over-under is 47 and a half. These Eagles are coming off a game where they got... <laughs> yeah. They got stomped. I've never seen a leash on a bird before, but that's exactly <laughs> what just happened. They literally got walked across the stadium. Cowboys told them exactly what to do. Yeah. Um, it was really bad. Seahawks coming off of a loss against the 49ers, 28-16. to 16. Mm-hmm. Um, But again, both these bird teams have struggled as of lately. But don't you think that the Eagles have to solidify their position they need in to. the NFC yeah. as the top dog? Because right now, they still have the best record in the NFL, Ten and despite their loss. Three? Yeah. 10-3. Yep. Which is crazy hmm. as fuck to me, but Eagles should have done so much better all year. Absolutely. So let's go back like I talked about last week. I, I literally talked about this last week and the week before this. How the Eagles squeak by all mm-hmm. the fucking time. He preaches it, guys. I have made this a fucking point. Yep. And guess what? They got humbled by the way better NFC team this week. They got humbled by the way better NFC team last week. They got absolutely fucking embarrassed. With that being said, the Eagles are 100% going to win this game. It's not even a fucking question. Yeah. Um, Eagles fly high. You know, Seahawks, are you a, are you a real bird? <laughs> I don't even fucking know. You don't think it'll play a factor even if Geno Smith does play? Because do we know for a fact if he's playing or not? I have no idea, but I still don't give a fuck. Um, I don't really think that matters to me at all because the Eagles at three and a half feels disrespectful against the bad teams. The Eagles don't do good against good teams. Now, well, granted, you, the Seahawks gave the Cowboys a run for their Do you money. at least think that the Seahawks will get any sort of scoring competition with the Eagles? I, I, I think early, but I think the Eagles will pull away. So the same way that the Cowboys did? Because I'm pretty—no, actually, in the Cowboys and the Seahawks game, if I remember, there was a touchdown every single quarter from each team. So— Cowboys you, and Eagles just played. Excuse me, excuse me. My wrong bird. The Cowboys and the Seahawks, when they played, there was a touchdown in every single that quarter. Was 35-41. Yeah. So you don't think that the Seahawks can give that sort of competitiveness to the Eagles? No. When they were able to keep the Dallas Cowboys on their toes that Eagles much all the way com- to the end of the game. Eagles are coming off the hardest two games they've played in their entire uh, uh, entire season. Mm-hmm. 100%. So what would you do if the Seahawks actually meant, and I'm not saying they're going to win, but what if they brought it into, like, let's yeah, let's just say one score game, one tutty. Would you be surprised? No, I wouldn't be surprised, but I'm still taking the Eagles minus three and a half. It's not even a question. I don't give a fuck where the Eagles go. If they were playing a worse team, mm. they're going to win. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after coming off of what they just what just happened to them against right. the 49ers and the Cowboys, that's the that's all in the NFC, dude. There is no way the Eagles make it to the Super Bowl this year. If they have to go against the 49ers or the Cowboys. Oh, yeah, no shot. Not a shot. No shot. And they only got lucky. Again, We when you guys saw it live, 
They only won because Brock Purdy fucked his fucking arm up. Yay? Yeah. Yeah? Cool. So you said, what's your pick? The Eagles at minus what? Three and a half? Three and a half, yep. I'm going to tail that, guys. I like the Eagles at minus three and a half. I mean, Bosa even came out and said. They need to win. That, you know, he showed the Cowboys. They need to make a statement. He he showed the Cowboys. He was like, if you guys watch the tape, we showed you how to beat the Eagles and how to beat Jalen Hurts. Clearly, the Cowboys watched the tape. Um, I think that the Eagles are a one-trick pony. Um, they shut the, the tush push. The tush push. I mean, they shut down AJ Brown, their best wide they receiver. Did. Yeah, they did. Devontae Adams. That man can't hold the fucking ball. He's I think yeah, AJ Brown still has six, seven receptions, but they still couldn't even get it to him all the way down. You know, at the end of the day, the Eagles didn't score one offensive touchdown. Yeah, that's pretty fucking Not crazy. One. Crazy, crazy. Not one. Um, Philly has failed to cover in seven out of eight games against teams with a losing record. So that's also another thing you need to take into account. Um, I don't want to sit here and act like I know 100% what I'm talking about, but um, I go through all the stat lines, and I think that even if Geno Smith is in, I think that might be a determining factor whether this line goes up or not. But at the end of the day, I am taking Eagles money line. And I'm going to take... and. The <laughs> under at 47 and a half. Yes. Okay. Under I like at that. 47. And yeah. I, I, I feel like the the Seahawks will still stay within one scoring, uh, a one scoring possession, but I don't think it's going to surpass that amount of 43 and a half. Excuse me. 47 and a half. That's crazy. So I like that. I like that. Eagles All my right. mind in the under. So I think game of the week right here. Let's hear it. I want you to bring it in. Ladies and gentlemen, Cowboys going to Bills Mafia. You'll never guess who's favored. Who? Bills. Cowboys going to the Bills Stadium. Bills favored by minus two and a half. Over under is at 49 and a half. Cowboys are coming off of a great win. We already talked about. Um, They won 33-13, and Bills are also coming off of a good win against the Chiefs, against a very cranky and whiny Patrick Mahomes. Um, One thing I want to touch on real quick, now that we're just talking about the Chiefs, is the fact that Mahomes threw such a little fucking hissy fit because his player was offsides. He is so used to getting so many calls given his way that he doesn't think that the rules apply to him anymore. Now, don't get me wrong. I still think Patrick Mahomes wow, right. is the greatest quarterback in the Those entire NFL. I don't give a fuck who you put on his wide receiver core because, uh, you know, Mahomes throws dimes. Agreed? Yes, sir. Agreed. The problem is he's got the worst wide receiving core in the entire NFL. Um, expect the Chiefs to make a big leap for wide receivers in the offseason. I think that is ex- exactly what's going to happen. Um, but... Back to Cowboys at Bills. Um, Bills being favored surprises the fuck out. I agree. I had to, if you guys saw me on the frame here, I had to check that because I was like, no way, no way, no way. But he's right. He's right. So if you're seeing this on Wednesday, I'm telling you right now before we get into the stats, take the Cowboys plus three and a half. Mm. (laughs) Um, If you're feeling crazy, go ahead and just take the Cowboys money line because I, I genuinely feel like the Cowboys win this game. I don't give a fuck about their on-the-road schedule. Um, they're 3-3 three and three on the road, but I don't think that plays a factor right here. 
Um, they were able to shut down the Chiefs, but the Chiefs were also missing a lot of starters. Chiefs were in shambles. They clearly didn't know what the fuck was even going on on their own sideline. Um, the other thing I want to cover is that Buffalo looks really good. Um, they held the Swifties to 17 points, and that's, that's <laughs> yeah. their new name. Because I'm, I am I loved the Chiefs, man. I loved them. I, I, I still do. I love Mahomes. I love Kelsey. I love everything they've got going on. Andy Reid's top five NFL coaches of all easily, time, in my easily. opinion. Yep. But, 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 but. I like Buffalo. I, I really like Buffalo. Not in this game. Oh, <laughs> there the it is. There it is. I was just I was just trying to get a reaction out of it. Now you got it. Um I, I liked Buffalo in that game specifically because that the Chiefs have too much hype around them. Um mm-hmm. you know, this isn't the offense with Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, and company. You know, this is Wide receivers that the Chiefs have dropped more catches than anyone in the NFL right now. Yep. And that's fucking embarrassing. Um, so let's go ahead and go back to the game at hand. Um, Cowboys and Bills. Um, if, if Dak really wants to win MVP, which to me, he is the front runner, right? He now. is now, actually. I think oh, it was is like he? a plus one seventy five. I actually looked. I think yesterday, after that game, if you want to win MVP, Dak, <laughs> you don't have a choice but to win. Like I think you, this is the closest he's ever going to get in a if, in a while. If the Cowboys win this game, I will guarantee right now, Dak Prescott gets MVP of the NFL. Clip it, guys. Clip it. Guaranteed. Love it. And don't worry, I already took him straight up to win MVP. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Well, so let's hear it then, because uh, you kind of went a little bit at the end. Uh, you got a reaction out of me, but you were just fucking with me. So your pick is? Cowboys, money line. To c- you know what? Fuck it. Give me the Cowboys to cover the spread on the road. 52 and a half. Are you Give touching me- the over and under two? Under. Under 52 and a half. That is a bait bet. Um, both these teams have very good defenses. And I think you're crazy to take the over in this. Okay. The only chance you have of hitting the over is in overtime. And I don't think that's going to happen. I'm going to go ahead and agree with the Cowboys winning. Easy. I don't have to think twice. Not about covering that the spread? Uh, I'm going to. No, I think they win outright. Oh, he's going to take a money line? Yeah. So I think the Cowboys Even better outright. Odds. So Even better odds. I'm not going to touch the over and under, but I want to give you these four. And you guys can choose any of the four. Really, these two. So listen to me carefully. These are all basically plus money. I was going to say if you wanted to play with cushion, you could take the Dallas Cowboys at three and a half in case it miraculously ends in a field goal. That's probably like minus 160. So regardless, I don't think that's even going to come that close. I'm going to say if you take the Dallas Cowboys money line, plus 116. If you take the Dallas Cowboys between 1 and 13, that's plus 170. And if you take the Cowboys to win by two tutties, meaning 14 points or more, that is plus 650. Those are good odds. So forget the money line. Play these two. Play the Dallas Cowboys minus, or excuse me, between 1 and 13 points at plus 170, and then sprinkle in case. It happens that they win by two touchdowns and more, and that's at plus 650. 
bro, that's six to one. That's a good odd. So you got to do some math there. And obviously, regardless, you're going to come out on profit. The Cowboys are winning this game, guys. I don't really don't see how the Bills pull it off to beat the Dallas Cowboys, regardless if it's in Buffalo. I don't see how that is. No, there's good defense, like you say, but not even to the point where it goes over 52 points. That's what you said, 52? Yeah. That's insane. That's insane. I still think the Cowboys can outright put up three touchdowns on their own. Maybe four. That's 28 points. So I want to say the Bills and Chiefs were at uh, like 49 and a half last okay. week. Yeah, and, and it came they, out to the nitty gritty. Close, not even close. 17-14. 17-14? Oh, oh, that's where the line and sat they, at. Yeah, and it was pushing 50. Yeah, see, I like, started the game. I like that. I like that. And these Buffalo big, is, these it, big teams do not hit the numbers you think. Is it in a closed stadium for Buffalo? No, it's outside. It's outside? It's outside. I think regardless, even if it like snows or rains, I still think that it still doesn't even hit the over. So I like the under. I like the under overall. If you don't want to choose who wins, I think under will hit no matter what. But I also think that the Cowboys win no matter what. All right, That's go me. ahead and uh, lock your bet in, John, because we're going to touch back on this next week. And I'm going to go ahead and give you a little plus 908 because, Ooh. you know, I just want you guys to win. You know, right, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Um, well, I can tell you right now, go ahead and give me the Chargers plus three away. Chargers plus three away. Against wow. the Raiders. All right. Now go ahead and give me the Colts money line at home. Go ahead I love and give that me, one. Go ahead and give me the Lions money line at home. And then go ahead and give me the Cowboys money line on the road just because John, I like the way he talked about the Cowboys. That's plus 908. I'm putting two units on it. Why not? Damn, um, that's crazy odds. Yeah, really good odds, right? Plus yeah, 908. It, it feels is. really good. Um, if you're not feeling it, go ahead and take the, uh, you know, just take each one of those legs on money lines and uh, take those and extend those on an alternate spread and add those, you know, d- just sprinkle some points on there because I guarantee every single one of these games are going to be within one score. Um, if you're not feeling the Chargers plus three, take it out. There's no, 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 don't way, take it out. Bro. Don't take it out. Plus, take them plus six and a half. I again, that, that was gonna be the pro- disagreement on that one. But overall, I like the whole thing. If I needed to change that one, I could. If I okay, this man just said Aiden O'Connell bro, was bro, ass. Y- yeah, he is. But hey, Aiden O'Connell's ass. I'm back in the Raiders. <laughs> it doesn't always come down to the, the QB fuck? guys. You've seen it. You've seen it. But I like the parlay overall. But if I could play it twice, I'd play it one with that one you got and then change the Chargers to the Raiders. Okay. You never know. You never know. Yeah, you never know. Regardless, you come out <laughs> profit because the other three are going to hit. It's just that first one. It's just that first one. Um, Just go ahead and take what you like out exactly. of that or in and out of that. Uh, do whatever you want to sprinkle it in there. Mm-hmm. But I think, think that we are done. Again, we're recording on Monday. We've got a double header right now, and me and him both have to make some bets on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll come back next week and let you know how we, got, how we did. But um, with that being said... I think that we are going to wrap this bad boy up. Yes, sir. That wraps it. You got your co-host, Nikki G, and my favorite boy in the entire world. Johnny fucking Gamble. Man, I'm sorry. Hey, <laughs> give me a cheers, Bubba. Cheers. Love you guys. See you next week. Peace.